The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live today. Yes, I'm live. <laughs> I am live today. From the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, I'm the editor at SonsLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. Now, just so you know, I tend to look down because all my screens are down. My camera's up here. And a friend of mine had some very constructive criticism. says, put you a post-it note there and look at the camera. The problem is when I look at the camera... There's a light in my eye, so uh, it's uh, it's one of those things. But just I appreciate everybody who bears with me when I don't look directly into the camera. For those who are list who are watching on the video platforms, if you would like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com right now and you're listening by Red State Talk Radio. And you scroll down right on the right side of the page, you will find. A pot of gold at the end of that rainbow. Not your, you'll find us going live here. We're the second video down. And um, click onto that. You can join us in the chat if you'd like to do that. Also, Bradley's show from yesterday is right ab- above the, the live show that's going right now. And you can watch that. And also, he comes on at 3 p.m. Eastern live. If you're listening by Red State Talk Radio and you haven't heard Bradley, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, 3 p.m. Eastern you can catch him right there, okay? And then just above us, there's a place where you can subscribe to our channel. Put in your email. You get one email a day. We don't spam it. We don't rent your email. We don't sell it. We don't track it. None of that stuff, okay? And uh, you get all of the articles that we put out for that day, and you get the archive in there, too. Uh, usually that shows up in one of these two places at the top of the uh, of what's going on. And sometimes it'll fall back a little bit like yesterday's. It's way back here. But usually it's in one of the first two spots, depending on if Bradley has something for that day. And you'll be able to go through all of the information that we have. And and Lynn, as always, on Rotten to the Core Wednesdays, Lynn always has just a plethora of information that if you're interested in the subject matter we're talking about, she gives you all the links just like I do when when I do a show that is just me. And so you'll have that stuff 
in the archive that comes in the email. That's one of the things that come in the email. So if you forget something, you're wanting that, you want to sign up for the email. Also, if you agree with the message of Sons of Liberty, you're able to do so and you want to do so. Uh, unlike Michael, who was in the chat yesterday, and it was it was a great thing because there was money offered, point to Sons of Liberty. There was we we showed the the video of Ray Comfort who just wants to he just wanted to tell people the gospel and he was willing to give them you know $5 for their time or whatever just to listen to what he had to say and it was the exact opposite of what Michael was accusing this ministry of look if you if you want to help us help us we're going to do it and trust God to meet the need okay and we're not asking people to go in debt we don't want people um you know giving away their livelihoods uh, begrudgingly, the Bible says that God loves a cheerful giver. So if you want to do it, you're cheerful, and you have the ability to do it, then please do so. Click the donate button here at sonslibertymedia.com. You can do that and support us in what we're doing. You can also become a monthly partner with us and become a son or daughter of liberty. That's also on sonslibertymedia.com. And then our store is available there. You guys who are watching the video, you're probably wondering where the music goes. I had some music on there at first. It's supposed to be royalty-free but apparently anything over five or ten seconds of any music, and I don't even know how they're letting you know, our intro music <laughs> go on, but they, they just assume it. So when we put this out on things like Before It's News or whatever, we get this uh, <clears throat> box that comes up. It blocks the image from or the video from being shown anywhere outside of Facebook, and they say, this may contain, you know, material that somebody else owns and they want you to go to Facebook. So Facebook doesn't have a problem, you know, putting out stuff that they're telling everybody else on other platforms. It may, you know, contain somebody else's stuff or copyrighted stuff, but we'll, we'll be happy to show it to you on Facebook. See their hypocrisy. By the way, we've got some good news from our, our attorneys. I'll let uh, Bradley share that with you, but uh, that, that sounds like we're going to, we're going to have a, we're going to have a field day with fa Facebook on that very, very soon. And I uh, wish we had that information uh, beforehand. So all those are the ways that you can you can do that. You can help the Sons of Liberty and keep us on the air, keep us out among the people, and keep us on the Internet, too. We're, we're fighting that, and I, I'm hoping that we're going to see uh, something really good come from that. Now, with that said, you can also catch the live video feed on Twitter at FPPTim, Periscope and Twitch at Setting Brush Fires, Facebook at Bradley Dean SOL. You can sign up for our YouTube channel. Don't know if we're going to stay on there, if we're going to ever stream to it again, but you can sign up for it, Bradley Dean on YouTube channel, uh, beforeitsnews.com, and also dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, and finally at Cutting Edge TV on Roku. So you can catch us all those places. The phone lines are open today. If you have a question or comment, you're welcome to call in. Love to hear from you guys. Um, 215 Top Talk, 215 867 8255. And again, we'd love to hear from you. All right, this is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. As always, my co host for today is Lynn Taylor. And I think uh, Lynn and I may get to meet one another uh, on Friday because she is providing the flowers for my daughter's wedding on Saturday. And uh, me and my future son in law are going to go get tuxes along with my youngest son and stuff. So uh, we may have the opportunity to actually meet for the first time. Uh, and with that said, good morning, Lynn Taylor. Well, good morning and um, happy St. Patrick's Day to all those who observe it. 
<laughs> well, you know, I was gonna I was gonna bring in some little Irish ditty music, but all I could find was <laughs> something about a drunk sailor and stuff like that. And I didn't think that appropriate for here. So no, I don't think so. <laughs> so with that said, now I used a title here mm-hmm. um, for the Fed's Fool's Gold Gold at the end of their rainbow. Now, we could immediately, I'm sure people's um, thoughts could go right to the issue of what we just got with this COVID relief, and they could go, yeah, that's a bunch of fool's gold. And it is, it is. But here's the thing. It's more than just that. The feds promise everybody, they're like the false prophets in um, Mm -hmm. 2 Peter chapter 2. They promise liberty when when they themselves are slaves of corruption. And they do that in all of these bills that sound good. They sound like liberty. They sound like freedom. That's how they title them, to to bait people into it, to buying and Mm -hmm. accepting it. But really what it is is an enslavement to the beast system. That's what it is. But you've got the perspective, and you always had the perspective, going towards how they're trying to do it with education, or we call it indoctrination here. Mm -hmm. What do we got on for today, Lynn? Oh, in a nutshell... It's the privatization of not only your education, but your labor, which means your jobs, your apprenticeships, your internships, things like that. So that's pretty much what's on the horizon. It's not a new uh, scheme at all. It's known as pay for success, which we know is not freedom loving. We know that it is very much um, a fascist tool. And, you know, it's not the first time that we've seen it rear its head in education, but we're seeing it happen. We've seen it happen with our healthcare team, and we could, you know, devote several shows to how healthcare has um, gone over into education to medicalize everyone. Um, but it's also now with jobs. And we've talked about this over several shows. So this is nothing new. What is new are the entities which are coming out and embracing this. And it's kind of like, you know, well, before when the common core machine started, because these um, entities are very much entrenched in the common core machine, they were kind of trying to hide it behind this thin veil. And with the research, you know, you could find it. Now it's like they've taken the curtain, they've ripped it off and they're going, okay, here's the agenda. Here's how we're supporting it. And we could give a fig about what this does to your freedoms. But as long as we have that that pot of gold, we're going to use it against you. Well, and that's exactly uh, one of the things that we've we've talked about, the, the funding, the ability to just print money out of thin air and just throw it at stuff. Uh, to bait people in, to to bribe people and all that, which bribery is, is part of the things that they're not supposed mm-hmm. to do according to the Constitution. Uh, it, it just corrupts the whole system. So they're targeting the homeschoolers now more than ever, from my oh, yeah. understanding of the stuff that you've given. And so a lot of people listening are saying, okay, I homeschool. I'm in the safe zone. And we've been warning about that for a while, that that's not necessarily yep. the case, even though I got to tell you, uh, we ignore all that stuff of whatever their requirements are with Common Core and every student. We we just ignore that. They're not in our house. Uh, we do what they say as far as uh, one of the homeschool groups. And that kind of that kind of gives some bit of, of protection, at least in South Carolina, from anybody ever coming to our house. We don't have that going on. Now, that may change in the, in the near future. But people who are homeschooling, and there's a lot who do that in uh, in the chat, I know, 
you guys, you gotta, you got to pay attention to this and be looking for the strings that they've got out there with the little mousetraps on it. They're willing to get you and your family in. And that's why we have Lynn here because Lynn is looking at all that. She sees exactly what's going on. And uh, Lynn's got a lot of stuff for us today. Yes, I do. And if you want to show that first image, because this is an oldie but goldie, as you want to call it. Um, And I could tell you from being out and about in the homeschooling community and being a speaker and being at several conferences and that sort of thing, that I have seen the deceptions play out right in front of me. And what deceptions I'm talking about is, okay, yeah, you might not have your child in a public school, but if you're using dual enrollment, if you're using education savings accounts or tax vouchers, or if you're using um, community college, or if you're using an apprenticeship, or, you know, if you're using AP courses, or you're using um, any of the ACT, SAT, or any like that, you are in the common core territory. So you cannot tell me that it's not already impacting you. The thing of it is, is that the largest supposed homeschool support entity out there, HSLDA or Homeschool Legal Defense Association, has long been one of the main deceivers. But if you look through all my research, and I have provided all those links for you, you're going to see how HSLDA can be tied to some of the most wicked Common Core Machine funders like the Koch brothers, and that's uh, K-O-C-H, or Brett Kavanaugh. And we knew with Brett Kavanaugh going into the Supreme Court, Tim, you and I did a show all about that, about how that was really a big deceptive move towards um, not just homeschoolers, but everyone, because he was one of the ones who championed Jeb Bush and as far as those education savings accounts. Now, what those are, are those carrots that are dangled in front of you, like here's free money and you can have it. But once you take it, here's how the government has their foot in the door. So while they may not be literally knocking on your door right this moment, uh, if you're using any of these sorts of programs that I just mentioned, you've already let the government in. And we've done a show before where we talked about um, the state of Alaska, where a lot of the uh, families took the government cheese, if you will, and how much the state came in and said, okay, now that you've taken it, and it was like 8,000 pages of curriculum that the families got mailed and they had to complete, and it totally took over any of their family lesson plans or anything like that. So we have to be very careful when we have these groups piping up going, okay, not only are we supportive of the alignment of the Common Core material from uh, the public sector, but now we're going to involve private organizations or philanthropic organizations to help privatize uh, education and now labor. And so this is the shift that we're seeing. It started um, well before the Trump administration, but I've been able to show you in the um, archive uh, resources that you'll get today how in 2020, the Department of Labor was able to ramp up the privatization of the job market and how Biden's uh, administration has taken that ball and run with it. And we can talk about uh, his some of his appointees as well. But before we do all that, Tim, I wanted to go over this hour long HSLDA 
presentation to kind of illustrate what I'm talking about as far as all the carrots that they're using to dangle in front of homeschool families, especially, and this was on their video, in the name of all those who have gone to homeschooling uh, as a result of COVID and how many of them will continue to stay in homeschooling afterwards. Okay, and you can find that particular video link in the archives. There it is. You can find it on YouTube. Um, Okay, I'm just going to read you a couple of notes. So, no, I'm not looking directly at the camera either. Okay, Um, I only listen. Now, this is about an hour long, but I only made it through the first 20 minutes, Tim, because the the buzz phrase of everything that we've talked about for for the entirety of our time together was popping up and I was just like, this is just insane. But because they have a big mouth and because they have supposedly your best interest at heart, they're making all kinds of headway with parents. Okay, homeschoolers compete with traditional grads in the job market. Well, we knew that. But they also have the ability to start college prep early. Well, guess what? With the passage of Every Student Succeeds Act with the uh, Common Core Standards, you're seeing that happen uh, early as well. So there's no difference. Uh, homeschoolers use the SAT, the ACT, the GED, the AP, the CLEP, and the more recent um, assessment, the CLT. Um, we can also see that with homeschooling, HSLDA was pushing that you can really help hone a future path and setting your child up for success. Well, guess what? The public system wants to do that as well. And that pathway is known as a career pathway. And it slots you and, and puts you into jobs that maybe you're not necessarily in tune with. But, you know, if you're using the uh, career tech education apprenticeship in your homeschool curriculum, you're already there as well. All right. Um, the video portion that I read or excuse me, looked at said that all this preparation for your child's success can be yours if you can afford it. Now, I'm going to tell you, we were a one-income homeschool family. There were many things that we wanted to be able to do for our girls, but we couldn't because of the cost. And so we went and did other things that were pretty old school and were free and we were able to barter and we were able to do all kinds of things. And, you know, they got a top quality education and I did not give mommy grades. I absolutely refused to, but here we have this group saying, Oh yeah, the prep is out there if you can afford it. And what's the prep for these nationally normed uh, assessments that are going to be right in line with the common core material. Okay, supposedly each college or university has its own academic requirements and you need to implant rigorous curriculum so that your child can be prepared. Um, But if you look across the board at what the colleges and universities are having, it might be a slight difference in their requirements, but it's going to be the cookie cutter, same stuff, because the Common Core machine, and we have proven this on this show, I don't know how many times, does not stop at 12th grade and it doesn't end at the public school door. It goes for birth to death, cradle to grave, regardless of where you get your education. Lynn, yes. we, we got a question here, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure that, the, that we've already covered this by you bringing right. up HSLDA. Uh, but Jen, Jennifer asks, are, are these <laughs> infiltrating Christian homeschool associations? And I would assume, yeah, oh, yeah, this is everything. 
Yeah, because, and we've done this on other shows, and thank you, Jennifer, but we've done this on other shows where those accrediting bodies for your Christian uh, faith-based um, private schools are held to the same common core standards as the public schools. So your accrediting bodies, and we've been over this, micromanage your school board, your curriculum, uh, what's going on at the local level, and your community. Because remember, with every Student Succeeds Act, the community had to be in alignment. And if your community is not just the town you live in, but the type of people who you hang around with, like your circle of homeschoolers, guess what? It's infiltrated there as well, because this is an across-the-board um, grab for conformity by outward forces to control our families. Now, they go on to say in this particular first part of the video that I watched that all the awards you could possibly get for your homeschooler are going to look good on their transcript because you want their transcript to look really good so that they can get ahead. Now, let's stop and think about that. Under, under the Common Core machine, the awards are now digital credentials and things that are going to be used against you, again, to slot you where you're going to fit in into the cog in the wheel system um, for, you know, uh, let's see, we have described it before as learning to earn, not learning so that you could go be what God wants you to be, okay? Um, let's see, test prep, you need to start that no later than 10th grade. So we're teaching to the test even in homeschooling now, all right? Um, let's see, da, 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 da. I think that's everything. Oh, here's another thing they brought up. Um, the states have required... Uh, uh, relaxed requirements for standardized testing due to COVID. And we're going to be able to see if colleges will now waive those, uh, those transcripts to a certain degree so that we can get more kids into college. Well, why are you pushing for more kids to go into college? It's to get them into the indoctrination system. And I can tell you, being in the homeschool community, being a leader in the homeschool community, I have seen hundreds of children go with a very strong family-based value system only to go out into the colleges and the universities and the community colleges and have it thrown to the wind. Yeah, that's something that's got to be watched after. And, and by the way, they're going to be pushing. There's no doubt in my mind that uh, China Joe is going to be pushing this this vaccine stuff. He's already, you know, we had a, a story out yesterday saying he wants preachers uh, and others. I forget what was the other thing that he had, but he had he had preachers that he wanted to push the idea of the vaccinations. Oh, here it is. Um, we have this at sonslibertymedia.com. Biden calls on preachers and Fauci uh, to get skeptics of experimental COVID medical device injections on board. Now, the reason I bring that up with what you're saying is they're mm -hmm. trying to get the kids back in the schools. And who knows? They, with, with this weird and crazy and, and tyrannical as these people are, maybe even push it in your own home. Uh, that, that you can't, you know, they're trying to tell you, you can, Joe Biden is saying, you can have your independence by Independence Day if you do this. I can see that going right along with this stuff, too, 
uh, part of the indoctrination. And I think people would be just absolutely foolish to put their kids through the testing or the, the jabs as well. And all of that gets them in that same mindset of what you said. Government is the one to tell us what to do, what's right. And uh, <clears throat> they've usurped the place of God in this. And so as a result of that, it's that same mindset. And it's really a Marxist mindset. You said, learn to earn. <clears throat> and I picked that up from Victor, uh, who mm-hmm. said, if you're starting with the money issue, if that's, if that's all you have, you don't have the law around it, you don't have God's moral law around it, and, and justice around that, then what you're doing is you're starting from a Marxist standpoint. And you're not starting from a biblical or a Christian standpoint by going back to the law of God, to his gospel, why he sent this, why he sent his son, the Lord Jesus. You, you're missing that, and you're starting with a Marxist standpoint. And that's what you're saying they're doing. They're actually starting with a Marxist standpoint, and that is get these little worker bees in there, good look, make them good little commies, and all they're focused on is the work and 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 the money there. Okay. Very good. Um, Let me give a couple more examples, and then we're going to move on to some of the other ways that um, education is being uh, privatized or job market is being privatized. (laughs) Okay. Um, We also have dual enrollment uh, apprenticeships that pop up several times in the clip, the the portion that I listened to. Um, We also have that it looks good to have dual enrollment on your transcript because it helps your homeschool students stand out. And it's an easy process. Now, the word easy and free were used several times. And as we know, free is one of the most dangerous words, especially to a homeschooler. It, it pulls you in because, you know, if you if you were like I was, you you know, you needed as many free things as you could possibly get because you were on such a tight budget. But if you look at the, the strings that come with that free resource or that free whatever, you're going to find more often than not, especially from 2008 forward, it's tied in some way to Common Core or the STEM or the career tech education or the AP or any of those other things that have long since sold out. Um, dual enrollment shows that no matter how old you are, you can compete at a college level. And one of the examples was an 11-year-old Tim who's a homeschooler and is in dual enrollment. So do not tell me that you've got, you know, younger and younger grades are escaping uh, this grasp because they're not, okay? Um, Dual enrollment and early college are great ways to impress people. Well, now this begs the question, why are you homeschooling? Are you homeschooling to go impress everyone under the sun? Are you homeschooling because you want your child to have the best type of education? I mean, this goes back to motive. But when you see these groups who have all these webinars and the next place that we're going is the grade, uh, the campaign for grade level reading Okay, they literally yesterday just had a webinar where they were talking about the philanthropic profit and privatization for funding for schools, not just in the public sector, but across the community. So that wraps into homeschooling as well. And one of the things that they shared on that particular webinar, Tim, was how they are beginning to pay parents to attend meetings where their input can be somehow factored into local education. 
It's a huge Delphi movement. That should already, that should, shouldn't that just be a given? I mean, why are you having to pay parents to do that? Uh, we've got a couple of comments and a question. Uh, Eric says, sure. if you judge a fish's ability to climb a tree, he will always fail. That's common core. Good, good thing there, mm-hmm. Eric. Uh, mm-hmm. Suzanne asks, how does this standardized learning uh, to test affect children who do not learn by rote memory, but by application of what is learned? Because supposedly they have assessments that will factor in for those people who are, you know, in that particular category. Anybody with special needs supposedly will get special concessions. But the special concessions are nothing more than you uh, can have someone read the, the test to you. So it's not that the material has changed to meet your child's needs. It's the same material, but you have someone who's there to help you. And um, that really is not that really is not befitting of that child's needs. It really, really isn't. I mean, you might have more time. One of the other concessions is you have more time to take the test. Well, that's great, fine and wonderful. But if you have an autistic child who does not write or does not speak, how are you going to be able to test them? But yet they're going to be tested. Right. Okay. Well, that was, that was another question that we had here. So I, I wanted to, to throw mm-hmm. that out there for you to okay. answer. And by the way, guys, sure. again, the number is 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. If you got a question here for Lynn, feel free to give us a call. Okay. Um, the next place we're going is going to be the U.S. Department of Labor. Now, they back in 2020 had a press release to where they were using private investments, especially from banks, Tim, to go in and help fund the Department of Labor. Well, now, wait a minute. The Department of Labor is a federal agency. Isn't it funded by our taxpayer dollars? You would think so. You would think the public schools are supposed to be funded, too, but everybody has to keep giving more and more money and everything, too, to that. The whole whole education thing is a scam. We know that. Well, yeah, it is. But now you can. And, you know, it's not just now that you can see it because you and I have talked about this for, gosh, I don't know how long, but you can really start to see it in the Department of Labor. And like I said, if you go back to this archive from June 2020 during the Trump administration, you will see there's the press release that shows, okay, we're opening Pandora's box for the banks to come in and invest in the job market. Um, And that doesn't sound bad when you see that, but when you look at what all it entails, if you go in and look at the details, Tim, you will see how it's able to go into those small businesses who get their money from banks or the Small Businesses Administration, which is also in the Common Core machine. You know, it, it's in the detail. So it's okay. So it might sound good on the surface, but when you look at it underneath, that's where it comes to get you. Now, if you fast forward from June 2020 to, I think it is February of 2021, you will see what the Biden administration has done in the name of beefing up apprenticeships. And we know before Trump left office, that he also made executive orders to beef up a national apprenticeship program, which, you know, creates a national workforce. And what does the national workforce depend on? Credentials that follow you, that label you as job ready. You know, Lynn, I I just, I can't believe it. I was told (laughs) that Donald Trump was taking down the deep state. 
Uh, that's what I was told. In fact, I'm told he's still president, and he's still taking down the deep state with the military. So how can a guy doing that hand us over to the deep state through communist indoctrination uh, and call it apprenticeship and all of this other? How can that be? Because our nation has been sold out. But if you'll mm. go to that, um, it's in the email under number three, Tim, that very first um, apprenticeship link that I sent. Because I want people to see that when you go to these particular articles, because I'm not just making this stuff up. I mean, you know, there are the resources there to prove to you that this is their language being used against you. It's going to show you how those public-private partnerships are being given the green light to weave into where education meets job market and where job market meets your family. Okay. All right. This is what I've got. Okay. Very good. Um, so that's the archives for all the apprenticeships. Now, if you will go um, to the department of it's the, the very last one before that picture with the fire exit. Oh, okay. this is, yeah, this is a new program they're coming up with. All right. And it is called the summer challenge. And what the Department of Labor is going to do with the summer challenge, everyone, is they're going to data mine the bejeebers out of your community to find how the job market is not being met and what the government needs to do to fix it. Well, we always like when the government tries to fix something, don't we? Yeah. Now, this particular challenge, Tim, will come in and data mine your community. It's going to go through. If you scroll on down, you'll see where it uses uh, community colleges. You're going to see where it also is using uh, free resources, which attract homeschoolers and adult learners, dual enrollment. And it's also going to tie into substance abuse, which will automatically attach itself to mental and behavioral health. You know, Lynn, forgive me here, but one of Mm -hmm. the things that I noticed, this is a Mm -hmm. government website, guys. This is an unconstitutional agency that's putting this out. Does anybody notice how well done this website is? Sorry, I I have to make mention of this. This must have cost, I don't know what kind of money to set up and do, and it's unconstitutional. And yet you're saying they're doing this in order to get the kids on the money train on the mm-hmm. learn-to-earn stuff, and here they are unconstitutionally taking the people's money, stuffing it into something like this. I, I can't imagine you know, what, they're, what kind of pay they're giving these guys to develop these, these unconstitutional government agency websites. Uh, they're, they're, it, it's probably ridiculous. I'm just, that's an observation that just hit me no, as I'm think, seeing this. And I think, it's, I think it's very valid. And here's why they're able to afford it. Because they're not only using taxpayer funding, they're using philanthropic uh, people who, who feel so bad about the job market and the, the, the lousy education that they have to take and, and be philanthropic and take all their tons of money and throw it at us. Well, it, it leads to another, it leads to something else. You're talking about these investors. Why would, as you said before, are the American, I mean, how many trillion, four or five trillion dollars the federal government takes from the people? Now, guys, our, our founding fathers were ticked off about a lot less, two to three percent in taxes. Okay, two to three percent. Imagine that. And that's total. Mm-hmm. They were ticked off about that, and yet we're we're having this go on. We're having our rights usurped. We're having the rights of our <clears throat> children usurped 
the 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 authorities, the delegated authorities we gave in the con- in the Constitution usurped. And what's going on? The people are just mad. They're not doing anything about it. They keep saying, "Let's vote the red wave in this time." Well, let's vote the blue wave in this time. Whatever the case may be, it, there's no the real there's no real fix that that's going on with the people. And I think a lot of it's got to start coming. At the local level and the state level, that's where we that's where the people have got to go to. And you, and I don't argue that, but if you look at how deeply the 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 overreaches have gone into the local areas, you will see why again it's an uphill battle, but it's one we've got to get into. Now, if you would please, Tim, would you enlarge that fire escape? Um, image. And for those who cannot see it, you'll get to see it in the archives when you go to the show. But if you would, I would love for you to read the wording that is on that particular picture so that those who can't see it can get the gist of it. Sure. It says, warriors, much like a blocked fire escape, we cannot expect to be free from 100% of educratic overreaches until we stop the educrats. Their sole intent is workforce development, not academics in education. You cannot avoid the CCSS machine, and that's the Common Core Standards. State uh, standards, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, machine simply be uh, by leaving public education. Why? Workforce-based education is in every type of federally mandated education, which is a usurpation of the Tenth Amendment. Right. Absolutely. And on that note, I just wanted you to know that the Biden um, appointees in the Department of Education, which are tied to labor. All right, we have Clarence Powell, who's a specialist in post-secondary education because his platform is equity in education. We have, um, let's see, who else do we have? We have uh, the Kresge Fund, which used to be Kmart. Well, they're in the um, Common Core machine. We also have... um, a specialist for career tech education stuck in, in the appointees. So yeah, we've got someone who's tied to um, the National Education Association, uh, Harvard, which we know those are in the um, career pathway programs because they partnered with um, Harvard partnered with um, Pearson Publishing to create that. And that's in higher education as well as in your local community to align your community to be uh, this prosperous and resilient location, which we know that the Rockefeller Foundation is also backing the resilient city movement. Okay, we have Jen uh, M-I-S-H-O-R-Y, who is going to be your chief career technical education uh, liaison, and this person is tied into the Century Foundation. Uh, you can also look at Cardona's past uh, in Connecticut and see how his workforce-based education stuff is going to be factored in as well. So yeah, and again, this is not just for K through 12 students of all backgrounds. This is to retrain and reskill your adult learners, uh, those of us who are say, uh, anywhere between uh, college age and um, much older than I am. Yeah, David's got a, uh, a comment from the chat. He said, very few will see the connections between this, what we're talking about now, and communism. Any program oh. that sets children up with work uh, will be accepted by the people. By the way, we're going to have uh, David Rizzolato. We've, we've pre-recorded a show. I know I'm not on vacation. I have to sit here and do it. But we pre-recorded a show with David for tomorrow that's going to get into some of this kind of stuff as far as how 
uh, the communist tactics have been used on the American people and is infiltrating into the younger generation as well. That'll be tomorrow. Okay. Very good. Um, if you would show the roundup image, I want to go to the education savings accounts and uh, the tax vouchers. And I want, um, if you would do the same thing and just read what is on that for those who cannot see it. Okay. This, this these, these are really small. I'm having to blow them up so they get a little bit uh, that's fuzzy. That's okay. That's it okay. Says, we can blow them up. Yeah. <laughs> the ugly truth about vouchers and ESAs, which are education savings accounts, is that all the strings tie your child to the federal government and align them to the same common core uh, college and career readiness standards mandated in the ESSA, Every Student Succeeds Act. Uh, carrots on a stick, only problem is yeah, these yeah, the carrots. Only yeah, only problem is the carrots have been treated with an educratic dose of round them up and churn them out workforce education widgets okay the reason i wanted you to do that was because not only from a federal standpoint do we have bills that are out there trying to give homeschool families tax credits or easier ways to get into education savings account and remember easy is one of those words we've got to stay away from because it's it's not worth it uh but you also have them at a state level and case in point it made the news here in north carolina that uh, in the past couple of days we have a brand new bill on the state level that is supposed to give tax credit vouchers to homeschool families a thousand dollars per child tim now, this is not the first time we've had a bill like this pop up. It will not be the last time. So far, we've been able to fight off tax credits here in the state of North Carolina because it's been able to be shown to those people at the state level and the local level that this is not the way to go. How much longer that will be a success, I don't know, because we have so many people, especially uh when Trump took office and he said he was going to get rid of Common Core. And then he, what did he do? He and DeVos came together and worked with Ted Cruz from Texas and others uh, to create and beef up more supposed uh, tax credits and education savings accounts. And again, that ties back to Brett Kavanaugh, but you can tie that back to not only uh, some of the other Common Core players like the Carnegie Foundation, the Koch brothers, um, but the United Way and several other places as well. Um, and you can also find out that the Koch brothers and the Carnegie brothers are one of the main funders for the Department of Labor. So that might explain why you're seeing such fancy websites. But my point is this, is that those education savings accounts, those tax credits are nothing but carrots on a stick to get you so interested in what's going on and it's being shown as free money when we know it's not to help you, especially in the name of COVID through this really hard pressed financial time. And, you know, I know people's incomes have been slashed. I, I totally get it. I live in a household where that's happened as well. But when we reach the point that our government is coming at us through almost every possible avenue and throwing money at us and we're stupid enough to take it do not as Vody Bacham says wonder why your child or you come home uh, a, a Roman when you've been at the table of Caesar 
Well, that's exactly right. And somebody made mention of Caesar here in the chat. And I think of uh, what we see with the when you're mentioning all these people, whether it's the Koch brothers, you know, they were they were alleged to be conservatives. That's what they were alleged to be. Ted Cruz was alleged <laughs> to be conservative and constitutional, all this other until he wanted to run for president, of course. And then he was not a natural born citizen. Now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but we have that. And then we have United Way, which we know is. The, the complete other way. So this is why I say it's a big WWE match. It's very much like what we had in Jesus' day. You had the Pharisees who are supposed to be the big conservative, you know, believe in the afterlife and and uh, and all of this other. And then you had the Sadducees who didn't believe in the afterlife, didn't believe in spirits and all. That's why they were sad, you see. Uh, and those guys worked together to attack who? To attack Christ to attack his disciples. This is what that I can't help but think, Lynn. This is exactly where what all of this is gearing up towards. It is an mm-hmm. atta- it is an attack on the church. It is it is out to stomp the people of God. It is out to trample them underfoot. And because for the most part in, in modern America, we become salt that's that's been tossed out and is good for nothing but trampling. That's what that's, that's what Jesus says would happen when we lose our saltiness. This is why it's so important the people who are here in, in Sons of Liberty chat and who listen to the Sons of Liberty radio show, they want the saltiness. They want to be the salt of the earth. They don't want to be uh, something that's bland, something that comes out, something that's not the light. They don't want to be a part of the darkness. And so that's what we're trying to help them. Uh, you know, We're trying to shine the light on these works of darkness and expose them as Ephesians 5 says we're supposed to do. So... Um, we, we've got a few more minutes here, but you've got some other stuff. We've got a lot of stuff here still to get to. We do. All right. If you want to go to the next image, the Hegletaria dialect, I, I'm sure I probably slaughtered that. But anyway. Hegelian dialectic. There you go. See, it's too <laughs> early in the morning. So <laughs> if you'll go to that image and let's blow that up. And <laughs> Okay. Under the Every Student Succeeds Act, your agenda is a workforce-aligned education. Your thesis is, without government control, all students will fail. Mm. Notice that doesn't say all public school students, all right? The antithesis is that you have repressive laws and funding to manipulate the agenda. Well, what's the agenda? Go back to the first thing. It's workforce-aligned education. Mm -hmm. So the synthesis is the removal of freedoms, disrespect for private personal data, the loss of school choice, and the micromanaging of local and state control. Mm. All all are usurpations by the federal government, by Mm -hmm. the way. Right, absolutely. Now, if you'll go to the next image, this is the Organization for the Cooperation of Economic Development All right. This is their approach to lifelong learning. The OECD, so that's the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, which is tied to the United Nations, approach to lifelong learning is to set out in number of public is set out in a number of publications. And the most recent Tim is 2004. All right, represents a major departure from the 1970s. It adopts a more comprehensive view that covers all purposeful learning activity from the cradle to the grave. And it aims to improve knowledge and competencies for all the individuals who wish to participate in learning activities. All right. It goes on to tell you that this covers the whole life cycle. Common Core Machine calls it the whole child movement. 
Uh, um, excuse me, competencies. Well, that's going to be your career tech education, your workforce-based slotting, uh, formal and informal learning. This is where we get into the Common Core machine um, bait and switch over public education, private education, and homeschooling, because homeschooling is known as informal learning. So again, we're not seeing a respect of this is my family, this is my homeschool, this is what I want to do with it. We're going to see lots and lots of well-directed plays, either from a state and local level or a federal level, and most definitely from the public-private partnerships. Okay. All right. Uh, If you have not seen what a pathway is for your child or for you, because remember, this is for you to be reskilled as well. I have an image that uh, Tim will have in the archives for you that gives you not only how they stack on top of each other so that they can follow you wherever you go. And we'll see that education savings accounts do that because they follow you wherever you go. This will be one of those tools that if you don't have these credentials for jobs, then you can't work. And if you can't work, then, of course, you can't earn money. And again, that begs the question, how do you feed your family? How how do you survive? All that kind of stuff. Uh, We also have um, in here. Uh, lots of articles that will show you all the different entities who are tied into this privatization push, how they are directly tied to the federal government, how they've come into your town, your community, and usurped all kinds of control. All right. And this is a, in large measure because the people have not stood up and dealt with those who are representing them at a county or city level, right? Right. Absolutely. Or as Tom DeWeese has shown us, and I'm not sure in what publication you can find this, but I do know that um, back in October 2019, I went to Phoenix, Arizona, and I was part of a uh, meeting for the Citizens for Free Speech. And Tom was there and he gave us a wonderful illustration about and I think we've talked about this before on our show, Tim, where you have these local citizens who they want to make a difference in government. So they run for office that you elect them. And one of the first moves that your town or city does is they ship them off to these camps where all these non-government organizations and these private corporations come in and micromanage the platform on which your, your candidate now newly elected official has has put into place and you see a shift in them representing your views to them now changing the language so much to, well, you know, this is my vote and I'm going to see it this way and this is how I'm going to vote. And whether it matches up with you, the the citizen who voted for them or not, has suddenly been thrown out the window because after all, you have to become a yes man or a yes woman. If you dare to to stand up and say, no, this is not right, you will be marginalized and effectively rendered uh, neutral. And all those things that you wanted to be able to do to help make a difference, to help root out the bad government are suddenly lost. So this is why we have to be in number. We cannot do these things single-handedly because the common core machine, the rhetoric behind it has become so strong that it's easy to pick us off if we're standing up on that hill all by ourselves. 
Yeah, I, 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 I got to tell you, you're saying that, and I, I need to make a call again today to get Paul Dorn on back on the show or get him on the show. He's a guy who goes into local communities and teaches them basically, from my understanding, how to eliminate all these strings that are attached on the public <clears throat> schools in the local area and to basically defund it and give the power back to the parents in mm-hmm. orchestrating the education of their children. Now, I believe the parents have that uh, now. I don't I don't even, you know, I think you have to resist the tyranny. That's the whole point. Uh, but at the same time, he teaches people how to do that in the communities. He's had several he's had success uh, in several uh, counties across the country. So I'm going to bring him back on because that's where the fight's got to happen. But ultimately, ultimately, I call people away from the federal system anyway. But I'm glad that we expose it for what it is so that people who are still in that system see what's being done with their money, the control that the federal government has usurped to try to control both them and their children. And that's important because that has to be fought against. That is a tyranny that needs to be stopped if if we love our neighbor as ourselves, we, we want to do that. But ultimately, it's up to parents to do what Deuteronomy chapter 6 says, and that is that they teach their children themselves. You know, when they're getting up, when they're lying down, when they're going in the way, they've got it posted on their walls, the commandments of God, first and foremost. And all of the other stuff fall, follows from there. And so parents can determine who they want to be the teachers of their children if they, if they have something that they can't teach. So that's what I always encourage parents to do is... Ignore the stuff that the beast system is trying to put on you and your children and do what's right. That's that's the issue, to do what's right. right. Lynn, we're coming up on the end of the show. We've got about a minute and a half here. you got some closing okay. thoughts you want to give, and then I want to give you time to, to tell people where they can find out more about you. Okay. Um, do bear in mind that it's not just through the public education system, okay? It is through our job market. It's also through our health care. So the federal funding Uh, streams that are coming into even your local town are very many, very diluted. And we have to go after not only the major funding streams, we have to go after the smaller funding streams, because again, it's in the details. It's not just what you see, it's what you don't see as well. So, you know, think of an iceberg, think of that pot of gold, okay? It might look all nice and shiny and it might have gold on the surface, but you know, it's got worms underneath. Um, Yeah, you can find me on Facebook under Common Core Diva, U.S. Parent Call to Action, uh, Telegram, Twitter, uh, USA.life. You can find me under Local Citizens, uh, Local Activists, which is part of the Citizens for Free Speech. You can find me on MeWe. You can find me on Breaking News Journal TV. And my latest edition will be with another Sons of Liberty contributor. And we're doing a podcast um, every other Thursday right now. And we are calling ourselves the Liberty Bells. And that is with (laughs) Suzanne Hammer. And tomorrow morning, we're going to be talking what else? Education. There you go. There you go. I also want to quickly point out, I did a, a quick little brief article with a G. Edward Griffin video from years ago on tax-exempt foundations, and I think probably this ties into a lot of this where money's going out there, too. Anyway, you guys have a great day. 23 Hours will be back with you. David Rizzolotta, you don't want to miss it. See ya.